It's this pattern that we need to understand. If we don't, we will always bump up against resistance with them. They will never feel fully seen. They will never feel understood. Their mind will never feel safe to release the grip it has on their behaviors and allow them to explore new ones. Hi, I'm Laura, host of Expand, the podcast for coaches who crave more fulfillment in the work that they do, more meaningful results in the clients they serve, and more confidence to rebel against the traditional boxes our coaching industry has placed us in so we can expand into the bigness of what we're truly capable of. When you're ready, let's jump right in. Why is it that some of our clients get great results whereas others really struggle with anything that we suggest or any plan changes that we make or any piece of advice that we offer them? Why is it that a small percentage of our clients just click with us seamlessly? They just understand what it is that they need to do and they go out and they do it and their results are amazing and they never resist us and, and they never question us or challenge our advice, whereas others it feels like they're constantly bumping up against us. We're constantly wading through shit with them, trying to figure out why they can't just do the things that they know they need to do or why they're so resistant to the suggestions that we're making. Well, there's a really key piece to this that we're not taught about when we, when we first get certified as coaches. There's a really key reason why this is happening. Now, if I had to guess, if you have a roster of five to 10 clients right now, chances are one to two of those clients fit into the first category. They fit into the category of clients who are just rock stars. They just do everything they're supposed to do. They understand what you're suggesting to them. They integrate it into their life and they get great results. Okay, those clients we are trained to call dream clients or ideal clients, right? Like when we fill out our ideal client avatars, these are the clients that we all want more of. On the flip side, the rest of our clients tend to struggle. Things don't flow as seamlessly for them. And as coaches, this can really fuck with us because we have these, this, these few clients who just get great results and they really boost our ego. They really boost our confidence, our belief in ourselves, our belief in that we know what it is that we're doing and why. But then there's this whole other group of people that cause us to doubt ourselves, to constantly feel like we need to prove that we know what we're doing, that we constantly need to be learning more to be able to help those people, and that if we can't help them, then we failed them, and therefore we failed ourselves. Like That's kind of the internal process that our ego is, is moving through when we're faced with these scenarios. But what I want you to understand is it's not a matter of motivation, it's not a matter of how much nutritional knowledge you know, it's not a matter of how adherent they are even, or how well you're able to hold them accountable, how much you're interacting with them, how many resources you give them. That's actually not it at all. That's, none of that is going to solve the real issue here. The real issue is that everybody is wired differently, okay? Everybody has their own very unique internal wiring when it comes to how you see the world, how you see your problems, why we struggle and what we struggle with. And we don't account for this individual wiring inside of our nutrition programs. 
it's probably realistic to say that most of us move through a very similar process with most of our clients. And it's frustrating for us to see when some clients are really succeeding and others are really struggling where that gap is. We start looking at gaps in them instead of looking gaps in our programs because the clients who are succeeding are the evidence that we need to prove that we know what we're doing and that our program should work logically. Like when you look at the data, the, pro the program should work for everyone because it works for these people. However, what you're not understanding is that the clients that your program is working for are very likely wired very similarly to yourself. So when we think about what creates our wiring, our internal mental patterns, the way we see things, it's usually based on, it's always based on our lived experiences. We form beliefs and rules and standards in our life based on what we've experienced in our life up till this point. We've all gone through shit, we've all faced struggle, we've all overcome struggle, and because of that, we've created a very specific set of criteria that determines to our mind how we interpret what it is that's going on in front of us. You see, when we look out at the world, there's what's happening, there's also our brain's interpretation of what's happening. These are two separate things. Okay, Our mind is constantly absorbing information from the world around us, integrating it based on what we've experienced in our life up to this point. It's basically running that information through our set of rules, our standards, our beliefs, and it's spitting back out an interpretation of what is happening in front of us. It's that interpretation that we're reacting to. It's not the reality of the world that we're reacting to. It's our interpretation of what's happening in front of us that we're reacting to. So when you think about how the mind is operating in that way, and you relate that back to the clients who are really successful with your programs versus the ones who struggle, it makes sense that the clients who are really successful are successful because they're wired similarly to you because they're interpreting your program the same way that you're interpreting your program. They're interpreting your information, your knowledge, your advice in a very similar way that you are. So you, you and those clients, they, you just mesh. You can have a deeper conversation naturally. Those clients feel more comfortable with you. They feel more seen by you. They feel more ready to open up with you because there's this unconscious vibe between you. There's an energy there. You just get each other, okay? Your other clients, however, they also need to feel seen by you. They also need to feel understood by you. And your program, the way you're presenting it currently, is not going to create that understanding, is not going to create that feeling of being seen by you. You have to do that. And the only way to do that is to understand how they're wired, is to remove your ego from the conversation 
and allow yourself to feel uncomfortable in the not knowing, in the not understanding, in the lack of clarity, in the lack of certainty, so that you can better understand what that person needs to see or hear or experience in order to feel safe to follow your program. Very rarely is there an issue with your actual program. More often than not, it's just that they cannot connect for themselves why what you're asking them to do is meaningful for them and where they want to go in their life. Or, or, and this happens so much more often than we even realize, the program you're asking them to follow directly contradicts or triggers current beliefs that they have about themselves, about the world, about who they need to become, about what they need to feel safe. And when that happens, it doesn't matter how much you hold them accountable. It doesn't matter how often you text them. It doesn't matter if you're always there for them and you're always providing them more resources and more knowledge and more support. If the program itself is inherently triggering a core belief structure that is threatening their perceived sense of safety, security, comfort, familiarity, they're never going to follow it because their mind is always going to be unconsciously acting as a tripwire, causing them to resist it. Now, the way that they resist it isn't conscious. They're not consciously going, no, this challenges my belief structure, so I'm not going to do it. Like, they're not doing that. Consciously, they're actually trying. Consciously, they do want to follow it. If they didn't, they wouldn't have hired you. They wouldn't be paying you. They wouldn't still be showing up to your coaching calls. So consciously, on a very surface level, they want what it is you're offering them. But on an unconscious level, their mind is pushing them to sabotage. Their mind is pushing them into self-doubt. Their mind is pushing them into fear. Their mind is pushing them into anxiety. The mind is creating stories and emotions internally, unconsciously signaling to them that something is wrong, that this isn't going to work, that they're going to fail, that this is just going to be like the last time. And it's this pattern that we need to understand. It's this pattern that we need to understand. If we don't, we will always bump up against resistance with them. They will never feel fully seen. They will never feel understood. Their mind will never feel safe to release the grip it has on their behaviors and allow them to explore new ones. And ultimately, isn't that the plan? Isn't that the goal to get them to act in different ways in their life to create change in their life, not just their body, in their life? Changing a behavior must be preceded by a change in their mental and emotional patterns. But if we don't understand what those patterns are, how are we ever going to be able to create change there? This is why most clients fail. This is why most clients struggle. This is why we feel frustrated, at least at some point in the coaching journey, with most of our clients. This is it. This is why. There are four different ways our clients can be wired. And their wiring really comes down to 
the way that they're meeting their core needs. Okay, some clients really need to feel a sense of certainty, control, safety. Other clients really crave spontaneity. They crave variety in their life. Okay, some clients really need to feel connected. They need to feel loved. This is what's driving most of their behaviors around food and otherwise. And then the fourth set of clients, they really grapple with significance. They need to feel validated. They need to feel seen. They need to feel like what they're doing matters, is making a difference. Okay, so when you, when you understand that there are these four categories your clients fit into, and when you understand that you probably fit into one of them, and that's the lens that you're creating your programs through, then it makes sense that the clients that also fit into that category with you see great results from your programs, whereas the clients who fit into the other three categories struggle. They struggle. Okay, so I really encourage you to begin the process of understanding first and foremost, how are you wired? How do you see the world? What core need do you most often fulfill? For most coaches, that's either certainty or significance. I have never had a student inside of trigger mapping who didn't either value certainty or significance as the most prominent core need driving most of their mental, emotional, and behavioral patterns, okay? As entrepreneurs, it's just very natural. Most of us fall into those categories. So think about the way you're showing up, not just with your clients, but in business. When do you feel uncomfortable? When do you feel triggered? What frustrates you? Usually, when you feel triggered, that means that something in your environment is bumping up against that primary core need and threatening it. So for example, if you're working with a client and they're not seeing the results that they are wanting to see or that you're even wanting to see for them, and you don't know what to change about the plan, you don't know what's not working... Control, certainty is likely feeling threatened here, okay? Certainty is such a big one for coaches because we like to know that what we're giving them is going to work. That's how we derive a lot of our value. But it's important to understand that because then when you're working with clients, especially in, in the onboarding calls, we can start to get specific around what it is they're feeling when they get triggered, what core need is getting threatened in them when they get triggered. And if it's certainty, you can be like, oh, I'm the same way. This is going to be fun because we're going to see things through very similar lenses. But if it's, if it's connection or if it's significance or if it's uncertainty, now you can go, okay, I'm going to have to be really consciously present with this client. I'm going to have to be really aware when I'm getting triggered because when I'm getting triggered, it's just a sign that the way that they're seeing things is not the way that I'm seeing things. And that's not good or bad, right or wrong. It's just, it just is. So how can we allow our brain to try to trick us into falling into our teacher mode patterns and our fix-it patterns and our hyper-controlling patterns where we want to make them see things the way that we see things so that they can get the result that we know is possible for them and instead ask ourselves, how are they seeing this? 
What is their experience? Why is this uncomfortable for them? What's really going on in their mind? How is their brain creating an interpretation of what is happening directly in front of them? What is that interpretation? How can understanding what their interpretation is help me better coach them? The thing about it is, is most of our clients are creating disempowering interpretations of their world. And that's why they're using food. They're using food to meet their core needs. They're using food to cope when things feel uncomfortable, but things only feel uncomfortable when their core needs are getting threatened. Which core needs are getting threatened? Why are they using food to meet that core need? Get curious about that. Ask them questions about that. Offer different perspectives around that. Everything that we do internally with our clients is to help them create a different interpretation of their world. So the next time that you fall into a scenario where you're like, why isn't this client getting the results I know is possible? Why isn't this client listening to me? Why isn't this client doing what they know they need to do? Ask yourself instead, what is my interpretation of what's going on here? Do I understand the way that they're wired? Are they wired differently than me? Are they seeing things differently than me? Am I explaining things to them through my lens or through their lens? Am I asking them questions through my lens or through their lens? Am I creating meanings around what their answers are through my lens? Or am I sitting in their answers as they are without placing judgment on them, without creating a story about them? What's actually going on for me internally as the coach? And then from there, how can you open up a dialogue about it so that you can understand and so that we can normalize their struggle, so that they can better understand how their mind is working to keep them stuck? Now we're on even playing field. Now we can work together and co-create what needs to happen for them to be successful. Okay. Oh, I cannot wait for you to practice this. If you want more about the four faces, I'm going to drop an additional training in the show notes so that you can watch a bit more about these four identities. I call them the four faces of food. I teach this extensively inside of trigger mapping. This is a cornerstone of the entire program. And I want to give it to you because I want you to understand this. It's so empowering when you can understand who you're working with. It's empowering for you to better understand yourself when you can better understand your clients. And I want that for you. I want you to feel empowered as a coach. So make sure you check out that additional training in the show notes. If you have questions about this, find me on Instagram. Ask me any questions you have. I'm so happy to hold that space for you for us to have a dialogue about it. And good luck. I can't wait for you to try this. Let me know how it goes. Thank you so much for listening in. If you enjoyed what you heard and you want more, I'd love if you'd subscribe to my show wherever you get your podcasts. Good karma points for also leaving a review while you're at it. And lastly, if you're looking to dive even deeper, you'll find a ton of free workshops, mini trainings, and the details on my mentorship program, Trigger Mapping, over at laurapobrin.com. See you next time.